Can you help me, please? No. <laughs> and that's all. Yeah. I, I can't. Ooh. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Hello, petty criminals. Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates non-crimes. I'm here with Griff. I'm Kira. And I'm here with Kira. I'm Griff. (laughs) (laughs) Kira, what's good? Um, Everything's good. Everything seems pretty good, yeah. Yeah. How are you? What's going on? What's new? Oh, I mean, a lot's new. I feel like the year's just flying by. I keep saying that episode over episode, but that's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. Halloween's right around the corner. Yeah. I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, top of the episode question, topical Halloween related. Sure, sure, sure. Kira O'Sullivan, what was your favorite childhood Halloween costume? <gasps> Ooh. Mm-hmm. And I know mine if you want me to start. <laughs> um. Yeah, I want to hear yours first. Mine was a... My grandma was such a good seamstress and she lived in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So she would, my mom would like write to her, I guess by mail since we didn't have texts then yeah. or call or something and be like, can you make costumes for Griff, Casey and James? And okay. um, she one year made me a homemade Pikachu costume because <gasps> I love Pokemon and I wanted to be Pikachu. I wanted to have a little spark behind me. I have seen a picture of you in this costume. Yeah. You have to put on the Instagram stories. It, <sighs> it was so cute. I'll ask my mom to send me the photo so I can post it. Yeah, we were cuties. Yeah, so I loved that Pikachu costume. And I loved, I hated that it was homemade as a kid because I was like, mm, just go to like Walmart and buy one. And yep. now as an adult, I'm like, wait, homemade costumes are so much better <laughs> yeah, that's and the shit. way cooler. Uh but yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah. What about you? Okay. Uh, I uh, but I had a Bugs Bunny costume where I was in like a straight up mascot costume. <laughs> that was an absolute blast. Also, I upstate New York, it was like always snowing. Oh, yeah. But close second in college, I was Dobby the house elf. No way. I kind of remember. And that. I just wore a straight up pillowcase, and I had ripped holes in it for my head and my arms. Yeah, we all went out. We went to Tavern on the Square. Yep. Tits. Tits. Um, and it just kept ripping all night long. And by the end of the night, I was like, Oh, okay. So I am at the bar in um, a sports bra yeah. and spandex. You became like hour over hour more like a house elf. Yeah. It just got. I was raggedy. getting decrepit. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. That's funny. You're 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 pretty funny. You know what? You're pretty pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mom. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, are we ready to dive into today's crime? Let's do it. I don't know a thing about it. Mm-mm. I'm excited. I kept it hidden. This was submitted by listener Lizzie. Hi, Lizzie. Hi, Lizzie. Thanks for writing in. It occurred. <laughs> Eight to ten years ago, which is funny. Oh, yeah. interesting yeah. range. She's been, we're figuring out that a lot of people are sitting on things that they really just need to kind of get out of their system. And they found our podcast, and I guess we're the therapist yeah. for that. We're, so. we're their house elves. We're setting them free. <laughs> we'll give you a sock. We will tr- – yeah, so we're going to have to travel eight to ten years ago. Okay, cool. Um, those involved – there are a few other characters, but we're going to focus on two people. Lizzie, who is the protagonist and the writer. Yeah. And then Nikki – Lizzie's teammate. Okay. Lizzie Nikki. It goes as follows. Hi, Petty Crimes Court. Thanks for creating an amazing bingeable podcast that I cannot stop listening to while moving. Y'all are great and have helped me as I carry large things up too many sets of stairs. Since I'm in my 30s, I refuse to pay for movers. Since I'm in my 30s? Yeah, right. (laughs) It's like, yeah, that's a 20s excuse. But also, I, I'm 30. I'm not going to pay for movers. Well, yeah. yeah. I think she's like, just, you know, take advantage of my youthful athletic body. I see. I see. Yeah. yeah why Which, not? coincidentally, plays very well into this crime. Okay. God, I'm fucking good. 
Anyways, she writes. <laughs> like, we never say anyways. People actually like write anyways in. Anyways, my crime is from about t- eight to ten years ago. Names are changed for the other people, but you can use mine, which is Lizzie. Thanks, Lizzie. And I think her using her name, you'll see the story kind of unfold. And I think there's a like there's a pride behind Lizzie a little bit. Okay. So I think she wants to kind of she wants her name out there. All right. We'll see. This takes place within a social group of early 20-year-olds in a co-ed kickball league. You know, the leagues that are partly sport, but mostly for drinking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Have you- um, like, uh, in Boston, it was called Boston Social Sports, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She continues, my city is a mid-sized New England city <laughs> <laughs> that is well known for its academia as well as its wealth disparity. Could be anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it could, really could be anywhere. be anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah, exactly. No, I played on a league. That that exactly when I was in Boston, I played in one here in LA. Yeah. We'll talk about that. These leagues are so just interesting. My fucking word of the day is interesting. Um, but yeah, these these leagues are ripe with petty crime. So I'm, this will be going on. I had participated in a social justice program that focused on reducing poverty, and I met a great group of people there who were like minded and passionate about our work. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Pat yourself on the back. It's usually a one to three year program and then participants go on to another job or they go back to grad school to get their PhD or something. Love a PhD. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A couple of us found jobs locally and became active in the program's alumni group, meeting current and past members. Our group got pretty close, doing weekly trivia, attending frequent happy hours, and going to lots of local events. Hmm. Are you good at trivia? Not really, but I like it. (laughs) Yeah, me too. What category do you think you're best in? Uh, for me it's probably entertainment and science oh entertainment and science um literature oh nice that's huge i am really bad with um celebrity names oh <sighs> well like whenever in any it, it's like who starred in the, like the 1954 yeah. adaptation yep. of gone with the wind i'm yeah. like i don't know i don't know i have a friend who's very good at that they can like he's our age but he knows all of that history wow i know like up until i was born to present day mm. sue me She continues, I found myself as one of the lead coordinators of our social group, which I found to be exhausting after some time and not the most reciprocal. So when I heard of this sports league that did weekly Sunday kickball games that turned into drinking at a bar, I was like, this is great. A mix of sport, alcohol, new people, slash I wouldn't have to coordinate anything. Gotcha. Yep, fair enough. Which I think is why a lot of people join a kickball league. They're like, great. It takes out all the mm-hmm. effort and pre-planning. Somebody else has done the planning. You just go. Yeah, unless you're the captain, which I've never been for my teams, which is nice. And I hear her point. Like, I, I am happy to plan a lot of things in my life. I like to steer that ship in a way. But with this, it's just nice to, like, know what day you're playing and show up on the field and kick some balls. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> so I proposed this to the friend group of mine. And ultimately, a couple of us decide to do it. Hmm. Of the couple, it's me, Lizzie, Thea, and Nikki. Mm-hmm. Again, all the names, but uh, Lizzie's has been changed. Oh, I was going to say, I like the name Thea. Yeah, it's really nice. Lizzie, Thea, and Nikki. Quick background on Thea. We'd started the program at the same time and we're pretty close now. We would regularly hang one-on-one and would text frequently. We both had also gotten full-time jobs at this point after the program, had insurance, could pay our basic bills, nothing fancy since we work for nonprofits, but we still had them. Interesting. I'm like, why are these details relevant? Yeah, exactly. You both had insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Somebody doesn't have insurance. Someone doesn't have Nikki insurance. Nikki doesn't have insurance. 
And I, I'm like, when's this crime going to begin? <laughs> Nikki's about to commit insurance fraud after <laughs> yeah, she sprains yeah. her ankle on the kickball pitch. I'm on like, where's crime, the crime? We're investigating an actual illegal act <laughs> of, of insurance fraud. This is interesting. I'm like, these details, mm-hmm. okay? I know. You're putting things in the pot, but we haven't turned on the burner yet. And help, honestly, thank you for writing these in with this detail because when I like put them together to read on the episode, I'm just doing it kind of to make it just easier for me to read. But when we read them live, I'm like, no, that that matters. And you brought it up and it does. So Thea, she's quieter and more soft-spoken. She likes to avoid conflict. Yes. Quick background on Nikki before we head into the crime. <laughs> We overlapped our program by one month, and when I met her, I recognized her and realized that I had technically met her at college orientation five years prior. When I told her this, she said that she doesn't remember me. I was like, whatever, no skin off my back, because I realized that I didn't like her that much back then, and that's why I remembered her. LOL. Oh. This time around, though, we're not the closest, but we're friends with the occasional snipping at each other. (laughs) Okay. Yep, you know those friends. We're both very outspoken and say things as they are. I'm kind of rolling my eyes at that. At the time, she had just (laughs) at the time she had just ended her time with the nonprofit program and was unemployed, but she was looking for a job. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, unemployed, like we mentioned earlier, maybe doesn't have the medical benefits that come with employment insurance. Well, maybe, but maybe. she is under 26. If I'm doing my ma- medical oh. orientation five years prior, maybe they were 18. I'm picking up that they're around 23. Unless they met during senior year. Oh no. Orientation. No freshman You're orientation. Right. Oh my God. We are. So good. she's probably on her parents' insurance. Yeah. I mean, I mean, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. I don't know her exactly. circumstance. She could be in that really small grace period where she's just turned. Is it 25? It's 26. 26. And she's been kicked off because I remember that day like it's like it was a birthday. Oh. It's the opposite of that. It's my death day. <laughs> I remember that day like it was a death day. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. insurance. Good digging. Oh, we'll have to think about that. Nikki and Thea are closer, but also have issues at time that generally that they generally resolve. That's the context. So the three of us join and it works out great at first. Okay. We are assigned to a team of 15 or so and we all get along pretty well. The three of us aren't the best at physical aspects of the kickball, but we're fun, and at least I kill it at the drinking aspect. Yeah. After each game, teams play each other in flip cup, which I think is cool. Like, you play on the field, and then whoever, regardless of who wins, just like, kind of like a rebuttal, you know? Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, also, uh, tell me if I'm right about this. Mm -hmm. Kickball is a sport where it's like, we're playing kickball, but like, who really cares? Oh, (laughs) good point. I don't know. It's it's like it's the most social. This yes. isn't a softball league. Yeah. This isn't a soccer league. Mm-hmm. This isn't. You know what I mean? I totally know what you mean. I would say, from my experience, uh, I guess when I was in Boston, it was a different. When I I just played, I played in two leagues this past last summer. It was a uh, varsity gay league, so there's some kind of underlying other aspects of it as well. But mm, half the team were there to have fun, to drink, and kind of you know. Just play kickball, a elementary school game. Meet people. The other half were there to compete. Gotcha. So that took some kind of maintenance between the two kind of mentalities of the game approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was there to compete. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> okay. Um, Nikki and I both make a bunch of friends. Thea slowly stops coming for the most part. Yeah. Thea is shy. Mm-hmm. Thea is like, I'm all set. Totally. And also like kickball, you, you sign up for it because it's a fun thing to sign up for. And then when you start playing it, some people like it and some people really don't like it. Yeah. I didn't enjoy that. It was too baseball, softball-y. Mm. I need something, like I said, I wanted to like kind of 
be fast and compete. Aerobic. Yeah, I need like a volleyball or a basketball. Got you. But anyway. Also, with these, like, I don't know. I think I joined one of these uh, kickball leagues at one point. Yeah. And it is an obligation during your week. So, like, this one's on Sundays. Maybe Theo's just like, I don't know, man. I'm getting ready for my week. That is such I don't want to go. <laughs> huge point. Like, if it's midweek, obviously, you have to work around work unless you're Nikki because you don't have work. Um, if it's damn. on, <laughs> damn, if it's on the weekend, it's a, con- it's like half a day. Yeah. And that's also why I kind of moved away from it. Cause I wanted to have my weekends mostly free. Absolutely. Yeah. Thea's departure doesn't bring Nikki and me any closer, but it does help alleviate some of the tension we have. Our team is actually pretty good too. For underdogs, we kill it and we make it to the championships. There was going to be a prize for the champs as well as a prize for the best pregame. <laughs> so drinking lead. Our team had already been known to put on a good pregame, but this time we went over the top, even getting a bartender friend to set up a tiki bar and sling drinks. (laughs) Fun. All is great and happy, and we're shining in our success. Championship day means it's semifinals and then finals. If If we won the semis, we'd play in the final. If we didn't get into the finals, we'd be done, and we would instead day drink until it was bar time. Well, this yeah. at least this uh, league's making their brand clear. For sure. The consolation of losing is like getting fucked up with your friends. It sounds like yeah, it. Yeah, on the field and then at the bar. Oh, Boston in your early 20s? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, got to do it. So we all stayed pretty sober for the semi game. Of our three, it's only Nikki and me. At this point, we have enough friends on the team slash league that we barely hang out with each other. So she's clearly, you know, she's making a case that like she and Nikki are on the same team. They came, they came as like a threesome. They're the only two left of the three, but they're not close. Yeah. Um, well, the point is sort of the point of this type of thing is like you might sh- join with a friend or yeah. two, but you're supposed to be meeting and totally. vibing with everybody. I get yeah. that. And if anything, it's good for you to like meet those people and spend time with the strangers you're meeting because, you know, you're, well, not in their case, but the person you join, you're probably going to see outside of the league, too. Yeah. So the game gets going and Nikki is up to kick. She kicks and she makes it on base, which is harder to do in kickball than you think. Like. This last summer, it was, it's a child game. So like, and the ball is Mm. of a certain kind of density and weight. And so you can, it's just hard to get on base. I was kind of shocked by that. And it's an adult playing a kid's game. So they're going to catch the ball more than a kid is going to catch the ball. Yeah. (laughs) I remember when, yeah, that big red ball would be coming your way. I'd be like, ah, and I would duck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I won't ask you on my team, I guess. Someone else kicks and Nikki starts running from her base. Mid-run, Nikki realizes that the ball is coming her way. So, she slides into the base. The girl on the base is standing there, and Nikki collides headfirst, or his <gasps> foot first, into her, knocking the base girl over. Chaos ensues with the ball bouncing everywhere. The ref comes over, and we all realize that Nikki is on the ground crying and that she can't get up. Oh, no. She says that her leg really hurts. Aww. So we help her off. We get her some ice and a few other girls and me, I go sit with her context just for like sliding purposes. This is helpful. Actually sliding is rare in this league, but the longtime rec league people do it because it's, you know, same with baseball. It's like, you're not going to, it's hard to execute without yeah. hurting yourself you or someone sliding else. drills and stuff to know how <laughs> exactly. Well, no, truly. Yeah. I, I'm not a slider. I'm not a diver. I, I, I'll be quick enough to get to the ball. And if I'm not quick enough, then it's, yeah, I'm not going to be sliding or diving. Mm-mm. You're a model. I'm a model. I'm sorry. My body's my business. <laughs> not yours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, she continues. <laughs> oh, Lord. 
She continues. Context. Sliding is rare in this league, but the longtime rec league people do it because they know how. Gotcha. How to practice for it. As we're sitting, she's a little scratched, but her complaint is that she's in pain even when she's resting and is off of her leg. Oh. Of course, putting any weight on it, of course, means that even more pain ensues. Another captain, Sandra and I, try to convince Nikki that we should call an ambulance if it's as bad as she's saying. Hmm. Nikki. Feels like there's a middle ground here. Yeah, but right? We're well, either not going or we're calling an ambulance. How about, like, somebody just puts her in the car. I'm assuming they're, like, right next to the Charles River. We're heading. <laughs> let's just go to MGH. We're right there. Yeah. Cross Doro. Okay. All relevant. And keep this in mind. Okay. She says absolutely not to the ambulance. She's unemployed, has no insurance, and can't afford the ambulance. I feel you, Nikki. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're like, okay, that's reasonable. We assess how much alcohol we've slammed back, and Sandra and I both offer to stop drinking for an hour to ensure sobriety, and then we can drive her to the hospital. Hmm. Okay, eight to ten years ago, maybe we're like pr- slightly pre-Uber or Lyft. Exactly. Yep, and she mentions that later. God, you're good. You're an, you're an investigator. I love this. I do love you, this shit. Do you have your magnifying oh, your magnifying glasses over there? Perfect. It's going to be even better. Again, Nikki says, absolutely not. Because she also can't afford to go to the hospital. Oh, okay. We work on convincing her, but she's just not budging. We say, okay, that's your choice. In the interim, the team wins, and we go on to the finals. Wow. Mm -hmm. The plan is to start drinking more during the finals, and we definitely won't be in a state to drive her after that. Yeah, but she doesn't want to go. Yep. But at this time, we offer a ride one more time before we move on. Nikki declines. So... Sandra and I both now have to go off to do things for game two. The team is giving Nikki all the love. We help her hobble to the finals field. She's cheering us on. We're all drinking. I I honestly can't remember who won the game, but we definitely won best (laughs) pregame. So we were very happy. Champagne bottles were being shook (laughs) and popped. Lots of alcohol was consumed. We're all getting pretty drunk. This is when Nikki calls us back over. Okay. She tells us that the adrenaline has worn off and that she's in even deeper pain. She asks us to drive her to the hospital. At this point, it's unsafe for of uh, it's unsafe for any of us to drive. We all apologize and offer to call an ambulance. Same decline. We offer to get her a taxi for her. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Or or like another is there another friend? Maybe somebody else could come? Mm-hmm. She says Uber wasn't really a thing back then, like you said, at least not in our city. And she declines and also gets a bit hostile. She starts to get hostile. She starts yelling at us for being awful friends to her, saying that we're putting her through something very terrible. Mind you, we had begged her for hours prior to go and that we'd take her. And she declined each time. Yeah, I mean, beg beg seems a little dramatic, but yeah, they did offer. Yeah, it's a little dramatic of a story. (laughs) (laughs) Tends to happen on our show, huh? I'm sensing a theme. It's almost like we've cultivated a space that yeah, allows yeah. for this shit. Yeah. This has been also marinating for eight to ten years. So it's it's and potent. You know what I'll say? I'm I'm just as it could have been yesterday. Yeah. I'm, I'm invested. And honestly, this could have been in a league we were playing in if it's uh, it absolutely could, we could have been there. Yes, could be us. But it was a winning team, so I know I wasn't oh, there. Oh yeah, I don't think we won a single game. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Good point. And I never showed up. So <laughs> I, I know for a fact I wasn't there. <laughs> she says At this point, I'm at a loss. People are asking me to figure out how to chill her out, but we're barely even friends. We're just in the same social group, which she's made clear. Hmm. Well, well, I thought you were friends, but okay. Mm. So she storms off as fast as her leg would take her, goes to her own car, and drives herself. (laughs) 
Okay. I think she asked if we could go with her as ride-alongs, but we were like, babe, there's still the Flip Cup Championship. Mm. Somebody should have gone with her. I did offer to call mutual friends of ours from the larger group to go with her, and she snidely said she could do it herself. So I took that as it was and walked away. Also, I was so drunk. So there's that. Okay. The team finishes out the day on a high. We all feel bad about Nikki, but to be honest, we all kind of forget. (laughs) Until the next day, when Nikki posts a long, long Facebook status with pictures of her break, and she also proceeds to tell a version of the story that was quite untrue. Break. She broke her leg. Mm -hmm. Her leg was broken. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Oh, that's really terrible. In the story, the girl on the base purposely stood there to injure her. And in her version, we refused to drive her to the hospital. She never mentioned any of the offers we made her. We're mutual Facebook friends with all the social justice program people, as as well as many of the kickball people. I'm shocked. I text Sandra, and she's also shocked. I'm tempted to reply publicly to Nikki's post and call her out, but I'm told that she's in a bad place and not to do that. It's probably the right call. Yeah, don't call her out. She just broke her leg. Yeah, she's calling you out, though. Anyway. Yeah, but her leg is broken. That's a really big injury. Oh, no. Yeah. So big you'd maybe call an ambulance when it happened. I guess. Or you'd go. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about like this. this girl has a very high pain tolerance. Yeah. I mean, a point, point one to Nikki. Instead, I text her individually and say, so sorry, it's actually broken and you had a long experience at the ER. Let me know if we can grab pizza or something when you're feeling better. Thea helps me craft this as she's already seen Nikki's rants on Facebook and has also heard them in person. Nikki responds a massively long text. First off, calling me insensitive because she can't just grab a pizza when she can't even fucking walk. Which, you know, I understood after saying that. Yeah, well, I, uh, I'm i sorry. I'm sorry you broke your leg. I'm sorry you had a long experience at the ER. What can I bring you? Do you need anything? Not, you want to grab pizza? Yeah. Right? Yep. But, I, I mean, yep. nominal. Yeah. Just like a sweet totally. offer. Totally. And not everyone is good at, like, I mean, Thea helped her, which maybe Thea's not the consult in this case. But, like, mm. sometimes it's tough to know what to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of of the text called me a shitty person for not bringing her to the ER. I apologize for the lack of sensitivity with my pizza comment and offered to bring it to her place so that we could discuss everything. But I also did reiterate that we had offered her to take her uh, to the hospital that afternoon. And I was not going to apologize for that. Nikki responded that she'd rather not at this time. I was not all too surprised and honestly relieved, so I wiped my hands of it. Told her good luck. Across the next... Week or two, I started hearing how she's talking shit to our larger group, and I just got over it. I keep out of it. I avoid the group for a few weeks, but eventually people in that group start to get sick of this woe is me perspective as well, hmm. which is when she sends me a new text. Hey, can you bring over that pizza and we can talk about what you did? I'm flabbergasted. This chick is still acting like I'm in the wrong and taking no ownership of her actions. I can barely afford my day to day and I'm going to buy her a pizza. So I never respond. And we never talk again. Oh. The friend group kind of splits between us onto sides, and we never do a large group event again. A mutual of ours just brought up the story, and it has me steaming. Can you help me, please? No. (laughs) And that's all. I can't. Oh, no. Oh, no. We've got a lot of things to tick through with this one. Oh, no. Oh, no. She broke her leg. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. I um, feel really bad. I hope her leg is I hope she's like 
totally good now. Yeah. Well, 10 Shit. years later, hope, I mean, you never know. But yeah, she broke her leg. She slid, which happens. Like that happens when you slide and you're not used to it. She just joined a kickball league. She didn't know what she was doing. and Or maybe she did. I don't know. But she slid and she broke her leg. She didn't have insurance. Shit. Yeah. She didn't have a job. Yeah. Oh, this is probably so traumatizing. Yeah. In a lot of ways. I mean, I remember... This brings up a, a story of when I just moved to Los Angeles, my friend Chelsea, she lives in the marina, friend from home. She lives out here too. She's remarkable in my life. Hmm. We went on a Malibu wine safari. Um, her friend invited a bunch of her friends and I joined. I, I want to do that. That sounds fun. It is fun. But I was kind of similar situation. I was like a new person in this larger group. And one of my Chelsea's friends was climbing back onto the bus after the day. Obviously, people had been drinking a fair amount of wine fell like off of the bus stairs and smacked his head on the <gasps> sidewalk and was bleeding. Like his head was bleeding onto the sidewalk. And we were all like, we need to call the, we need to call an ambulance. We need to get you to the hospital. Your, your head's cracked open. And he said the same thing. He's, he didn't say why, but he was like, no, 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 please don't, please don't, please don't. And I, you know, Chelsea and I looked at each other. I was like, it's cause he doesn't have insurance and it'll be really expensive period. So it reminds me of that. So, you know, I don't know that I'm on the full side of how Nikki acted, but I understand the like hesitation to go to a very expensive place to get something looked after. I mean, goes without saying, our healthcare system is fucked. The people making <laughs> yeah. choices like this, yeah. everyone should have insurance. I don't even know necessarily everyone's eligibility yep. for different reasons, but everyone should have access yeah. to health insurance. Yep. Um, that aside, yeah, I totally understand. Yep. There was a period when I remember, like we said, I turned 26 and I was kicked off my parents' insurance. I got on a new plan, I think a few months after, but even in a few months, that left a few months to, for something to happen to me. I was vulnerable. Yeah. And if something had, I'm knocking on wood, even though it's in the past, that would have been scary. I don't know what the hell I would have done Yeah. because it's really expensive. I will say I did look up what an average ambulance ride costs, just the ride out of pocket without insurance. Can I guess? Yes. Out of pocket without insurance, I would guess that an ambulance ride is twenty five hundred dollars. Close. This was in California. It said the average is thirteen, but it could go up to kind of. I mean, depending on thirteen hundred. Yeah, thirteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, thirteen hundred. But yeah, it can get it gets expensive. Thirteen hundred dollars is a lot of. That's what I pay for rent here. I mean, that's not even counting an emergency room visit. Which... Totally. Yeah, that's just the like. That's like me. I mean, it could be a short distance. That could be going from Boston College to St. Elizabeth's. Yeah. $1,300 for half a mile. Um, well, wow. I mean, yeah, we've heard the story. I think we can go into the verdicts because we have to tick through a few layers to each person. Yes, let's do it. And I think it. we'll have some talks as we go. Let's start with Lizzie. Kira, is Lizzie guilty for focusing on enjoying the game after offering Nikki a ride to the hospital? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Uh, I, I get it. Everybody's in their early twenties. They're, they're at this rec league to have fun. Mm -hmm. Somebody should have stopped drinking for the rest of the day so that they were good to get this girl home. But they did. They offered to do that. And Nikki said, no, I don't want to go to the hospital. I know. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes. Yeah. I'm, I wonder if in this situation, it's tough, man. I don't know it's what tough. I would have done. It's tough. Cause part of me would have been like, no, I'm going to be a hardo and like force you to get into my car so I can't take you to the, the hospital. But like this guy in the story that I just told, like if he doesn't want to get in my car, I'm, I can't like tranquilize him and like bring him into my car. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like they gave her like a shot 
to like, you want to go, you want to go now? Mm-hmm. No, but then good. And mm. then they just went into partying and I'm like, I don't know. You've known her a while. Like maybe you were like, oh, I'm not going to drink for the rest of the day. I'm going to like sit with her, really make sure she's good. Mm. See how this situation evolves. I don't know. So much easier said than done. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I personally wouldn't have been that responsible. <laughs> like yeah. I'm, I'm advocating. We'd be, we'd for, be shotgunning. No, like I'm, I, I wish, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, this is dicey. And uh, Lizzie mentioned, like, I think she, this is why she kind of emphasized it so many times. Like, they're of the same group that joined, but they're not close. Um, they're, they have issues between them and um, they're like, f- it seems like frenemies of sorts. I don't know. Mm. Kind of a lame word, but. Okay. So you do find Lizzie guilty for maybe giving up on the, uh, the help. Maybe a little bit. A little bit. But Could, nobody knew how injured she that's, was. Yeah, that's true. And she didn't, Nikki didn't even know. Yeah. Okay. When Nikki asked Lizzie to take to take her to the hospital after she had continued drinking, was Lizzie guilty for refusing to drive Nikki to the hospital after drinking? Uh, obviously not. Yeah. yeah okay. But Perfect. you should have gotten in a taxi with the girl. Yeah. Yep. And nobody should go to the emergency room alone. Yeah. That's scary. I don't care if you had a few to drink, like get, get to the emergency room and go over to the vending machine and order yourself a couple granola bars, <laughs> but nobody should go to the ER alone. Yeah, that's fair. I like that. All right, perfect. So not guilty for not driving drunk. <laughs> yeah, clearly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Final one with Lizzie. Oh, sorry. Second final one with Lizzie. Is Lizzie guilty for not apologizing via text when Nikki got upset? Because we've talked about this on episodes prior. Sometimes you got to swallow your pride and saying sorry, even though you don't mean it, even though you don't need to say it, smooths things out. So do you find Lizzie guilty for not apologizing via text when Nikki gets upset with her and kind of text bashes her? It sounds like Nikki was in a fragile state. Mm-hmm. Literally. Sustained a pretty serious injury. An apology might have helped. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I can tell Lizzie's like a, a pretty good person and stuff. Mm-hmm. It could have helped. Yeah. It could have helped. I get that Lizzie's uh, probably, I think all of our listeners are good people, except for a few. Um, <laughs> Lizzie seems a little prideful to me. And I think how she's written this out, Nikki also seems prideful. And I know from my experience on a kickball field, like there's a, always a few personalities that are you're that are play sports. You're proud. You're kind of aggressive. That's why you're playing a sport. So it is interesting when something like an injury or a weakness comes to play and you're like, no, I'm fine. I'll suffer through the pain. Then it gets worse, but you've already told them not to take you. Mm-hmm. It gets complicated. It's complicated. Final one for Lizzie. And then we have one or two for Nikki. Is Lizzie guilty for ghosting Nikki after Nikki asks for a pizza date? After she had already declined the first invitation, Lizzie just stops responding after that second. Yeah. She is She's guilty. guilty? Yeah. You think she should have just, just gone over with pizza? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I do. We wouldn't have this episode if she did, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Okay. You, you disagree. I just think, like, it just seems like Nikki keeps retroactively capitalizing on the offer. Like I you're injured. Can I, can I drive you to the hospital? No. Are you sure? No. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to continue with this 10 minutes later. Can you drive me to the hospital? No, I just shotgun four beers. And then same with the pizza. It's like, she didn't phrase it. Like Lizzie didn't phrase it. Like, let's go walk and get a pizza. <laughs> like that was silly, but she said no. And then she said no to bringing it over. And then two weeks later, she's like, actually, could you bring the pizza over? Yeah. And regardless if she wanted to like mend things, it's like, girl, I offered like 
twice in two forms and you said no both times. This is why we're having a difference of opinion, yeah. Griff, because you are a person who gets things right the first time. Oh, not always, but most of the time. In general, you do. <laughs> And I'm a little bit more like, uh, of like I don't always get things right the first time. I'm giving Nikki the benefit of the doubt yeah. because she did sustain a very yes. legitimate injury. Yeah. If she's a little bit slow on realizing she needs to go to the hospital, and if she isn't quite ready to get together with a yeah. friend, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. You know what's something that just popped in my mind too? Like in this two weeks where she's shooting down the pizza invitations, she could very well be on like pain management. She could be a little loopy loop. She probably was. Yeah. Interesting. And then uh, that'd be interesting. I wish, well, maybe Nikki, if you know this story, <laughs> if you happen to be a listener and it's your story, let me know if you were on Vicodin. All right. Pivoting to Nikki very quickly. Yeah. Is Nikki guilty for declining the initial ride offers given her insurance situation? Mm, no, she's not guilty. She wasn't sure what her pain state was. No, yep. she's not guilty. And she didn't know what it would cost. She broke her leg. Yeah. She wasn't sure. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I've had an injury where it's like, I don't know what this is. And thankfully, it's not been a break. Although some sprains are worse. I've sprained my shit all the time. Yeah. Um, I'm, just not, I'm just not going to say that she's guilty of a petty crime for not knowing she needed to go to the ER <laughs> yeah, right yeah, away. Yeah. You know what I mean? For not being a doctor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. I agree with that. And such a like scary situation to be in. Like you are in pain. You know you can't afford to. It's just scary. I feel oh. for her on that regard. We'll move on. Is Nikki guilty for shaming Lizzie and their group on Facebook after her trip to the hospital? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 This part, she's fully guilty. You know? Ooh, it sounds like she was really angry mm -hmm. and frustrated and in debt. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, Jobless. It sucks. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> A, a, a paragraph long Facebook status is pretty much without exception, always petty. <laughs> always petty. Yeah. You're talking about something petty. I agree. Like when it rains, it pours, right? You're in between jobs. You're, you're maybe kicked off your parents' insurance. Who knows? You've broken your fucking leg. You're not enjoying like, the, the company of this girl that brought you into this team. Like when it rains, it pours. So I find her guilty of that. That's yeah. like painting a fairly false story to garner sympathy from people. You'd get enough sympathy from the leg break. You don't need to like slander, mm. slander Lizzie. Final one. Is the American healthcare system guilty of being too expensive? Yes. Yes. Hard yes. And I would say the most guilty in yeah. all of this. I, I, I have empathy for everyone in this story except the healthcare system. Get them. Get them. <laughs> we agree. And I think we'll fucking drop the mic on that. Yeah. And uh, I agree. Yeah. Nikki, I hope you're out there running a 10K right now. I hope your leg's better. Yeah. I hope you got your slice of pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kira, you ready for some criminal or minimal? I'm ready. I got one. Okay. Hit me. Don't hit me physically, please. Okay. <laughs> uh, follow up on a little bit of a theme we've touched on Ooh, in a past week. A callback? Mm, criminal or minimal. Marrying someone the same first name as you and then taking their last name Ew. so that you literally have the exact same name. Oh my gosh. I'm going to say criminal. <laughs> like, come on. That's funny because I was just talking to uh, in, like the gay male world, obviously like men are dating. And oftentimes I think any couples, they tend to look like each other. And so if I saw two guys that already looked like each other that were also like Chris Robertson, married <laughs> to Chris Robertson, I'd probably vomit. Mm. So criminal. The other night, 
I was out to dinner in a big group and Alex and I were sitting diagonal from each other. And this girl at the dinner goes, so are you siblings or roommates? (laughs) I love doing that with people though. I was like, both, baby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was so crazy. Not even the option that we might be a couple. That is funny. I do that. Speaking of what I just said, I will go out and we home and be like, oh, are you guys brothers? Yeah, just to like emphasize, it's like try a little harder to find maybe some balance, you know? Criminal. Oh, we'll, no, to be out in West Hollywood and ask people if they're brothers? Criminal. <laughs> criminal, criminal, criminal. That doesn't count. Put you in the slammer. <laughs> okay, here's one. This was submitting uh, submitted by our producer, Ben, our lovely <gasps> curly-haired cutie producer, Ben. Having to list your astrological sign on an apartment application. Criminal or minimal? Criminal. Why? That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> he said he got the apartment, though. Yeah. No, he did. yeah. What? What? What would the sign have been that you wouldn't have gotten it? Ooh. Well, let's ask our let's ask our listeners. If there were to be a sign that would warn you against signing someone to an apartment, what sign would that be? I don't know shit about ast- astro- astrology. Uh, <laughs> so let us know, listeners. Like, what would your sign? What would your sign of hate be? Oh, okay. that's a good one. Criminal or minimal? Texting someone, tough crowd, after they ghost you. Wait. T- <laughs> so, like, you, I'm texting you, you don't respond, and then I respond, tough crowd? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> minimal. That's funny. It is funny. That's funny. A listener submitted that, and I was like, I love that's you. That's funny. I like that. <laughs> minimal. Oh, wait. I've got one that kind of relates to that. Do you agree? That's, like, minimal and funny, right? It's funny as fuck. It's funny as fuck. All right, here's the one that's relevant too. Submitted by Courtney. Sending TikTok or Instagram content all day to someone, but them never responding to your text message. Criminal or minimal? Criminal of you. What? Slow down. Slow down from sending them shit? This is Zach. Our friend Zach does this to me all day. Oh, I'm really? like, Zach, I'm not on the internet all day like you. But does he return your text when you like want to meet up for lunch? Oh, yeah. But what if he didn't? That's the that's the that's the crime here or the consideration. If he's sending you all these videos of like cats oh. pooping, and then when you like go to make plans or have some like more personal like touch base, just never responds to the text. Criminal. Yep, agreed. Okay. Two uh, more. Yes. <laughs> Having a school dress code that insists that Crocs must be worn in sport mode. <laughs> criminal or minimal? Um, criminal. I think insisting that a Croc needs to be in sport mode versus casual mode is kind of uh, encroaching on your freedom. I think you should be able to choose but whether what, they're what feeling if, sporty or whether they're feeling casual. What about the children's safety when they're playing kickball? They might break oh. their leg if they're in casual mode. Oh, so it's just better to always be in athletic sport mode just for the case. safety of the child. For the child. I don't know that I recommend playing sports in Crocs. Mm. <laughs> I'm a big Crocs guy. I'm going to stick with criminal. Okay. Yeah, don't tell me how to wear my Crocs. Don't. Last one. Submitted by Tiffany. You've just gotten engaged. And every single one of your friends asks you, did you cry? Criminal or minimal? Uh, Minimal, because your friends don't all know that the other friends asked that. (laughs) (laughs) My friend got, I watched, this is funny. I watched her get engaged at school. We went for our five-year reunion. My friend Tiffany got engaged. Oh, yeah, I remember this. And every single one of her girlfriends hugged her, said congratulations, and went, did you cry? Every single one. 
<laughs> I just thought that was interesting. It's interesting, but it's not criminal. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Fine. Fine, period. <laughs> How's your leg? Fine. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to ride? No. (laughs) Till next week. Stay petty. And no sliding. If you're playing kickball, no sliding. And keep those cracks in sport mode. (laughs) 